You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler, a couple of footy legends covering all things sport. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed and Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yes, this is Sports Day. Gary Belcher and Jason Matthews with you again this afternoon. Our mate Satsy is on holidays. Let's bring in Gary Belcher. Hello, Badge. How are you, Jason? It's, is it a holiday if you stay at home when you're on a break? I mean, who does that? He's meant who to take that, that lovely, beautiful wife of his away with him, and he's too cheap. After being locked down all year, everyone is taking an opportunity to, to go, you know, just even if yeah. it's up, up, you know, up, this, yep. up north a little bit, travel around the state. Absolutely. No, no, he's had a shocker. No, he's, he's too cheap. You know what he's like. Camping out in the kids' sand pit <laughs> in the backyard. Ordinary, ordinary stuff, Sats. Badge, big show coming up today. And first of all, can I just start it off by saying happy Fairy Bread Day. That's. Do you realise today is, is International Fairy Bread Day? It is, Badge. Oh, you've got young kids, yes. No, so. it's everywhere. It's, it's, actually, it's a thing, Jason, badge. it's not. It, it is a thing. Woogie, it's not a thing. Someone has made it up, and you have just been sucked into it. Any excuse to have fairy bread for breakfast, I say. 0477-736-736. That's our text number. Or you can call us if it, it prove it to Badge. He's wrong. one 1533 This is probably the hottest topic going around Australia today. Fairy oh, no. bread day. Who comes up with these days? Who, who's the person who signs off on these days? You. It's not. You have made this up. Oh, no I'm one has ever heard it of it. Is, absolutely. Hey, listen, big news today out of the Queens. It's probably Anastasia Palaszczuk's oh, I've just stuff. Googled that. And the first one was held on the 24th of November in 2014. There you go. Jason Matthews' house. <laughs> in... <laughs> am, I, am I right, though? Is it Fairy Bread Day? Yes, but it's just... You, you can apologise now. You can apologise. Hey, listen, uh, the Queensland Government, great news for our listeners in Sydney. They've opened the border to Sydney siders from December 1. Um, I don't know why they can't do it from midnight tonight uh, when you're opening a border. I think you can pretty much do it straight away. But great news and great news for sport. That means teams can now travel around without these restrictions on them. They can stay at home. They can play in their home games except for WA. Do you think that the border is just going to – they're going to take away all the restrictions at the border now suddenly? Because I'm, no. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, tomorrow we find out about whether Victorians are allowed in. But still, if anyone, if there's any restrictions, even if, it's, even if it means, oh, you can't come from South Australia or where, they'll still have the border controls there. So people that have to cross the border are going to be still, um, you know, it's going to... But, but as far as Queensland tourism goes and 
uh, people in New South Wales moving around freely mm. up to up to Queensland. Wow, it's going to be uh, yeah, it's going to be open slather, isn't it? Across Christmas? I think. I think uh, the tour operators in all of those Queensland holidays de- destinations would be rubbing their hands together, saying, "Finally, you know, in restaurants and cafes, great news for 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 the hospitality sector and also the tourism sector." Are, are you planning a trip to Queensland? Does this mean now that you've just gone bang, open up the doors, let's head up to the Goldie for Christmas, kids? Oh, Hopefully. they're all there. They're all no, they're on the sunny coast, aren't they? I think a lot of the the kids oh, this yeah. year have decided to travel up and uh, and wreck Noosa. Can you can you imagine <laughs> being a Noosa local and all of a sudden you've got schoolies in town? Well, yeah, you may you might What's be that? able to settle them Street? down. You probably settle them down today by telling them it's National Fairy Bread Day and they'd all be so excited about. It. Now you know what it is as well. What? It's what? National Sardines Day. It is not. It's National Sardines Day. See how I bad is your day? I don't know day, what that means. How bad is it? when you actually have to share your day with something else, particularly sardines. Like, you know, that's not the best food to share your day with. You'd prefer to eat sardines on toast than fairy bread, wouldn't you? No, mate, fairy bread for breakfast. It was sensational this morning. Anyway, have you booked your Queensland holiday already? one 1533 or 0477-736-736. Send us a text. I've no friends who have all of a sudden, I go, oh, how good's this? They're going, yep, we booked our trip. We're away already. We're going on the 20th of December. We're heading to Queensland. So, wow. Do they realise how expensive it is now? Because yeah, that's supply right. and demand, it is. It's, everything's chockers. Other things we're touching on today, the Broncos are at odds of 51 to win the Premiership. I reckon that's cheap. You can write your own well, ticket next 50 year. 50 to 1. 50 to 1. That's the longest odds they've ever had in their yeah. history. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Have the bookies got that right? Um, you, you tell us. I don't know. What, what do you think? Uh Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. Have the bookies got it right, fifty to one, or or do you think there is actually a bigger, a better chance than that to win the comp in twenty twenty one with Kevin Wallace re- taking over? Do you reckon they'll make the eight next year? It's oh, a good question. I'm going to think about that now. Um, All right, I'll leave that one with yeah. you. We'll come back to you on that one. Yeah, I think um, might. Uh, the NRL sought the opinion of every club uh, coach and chief executive. And they're going to consider a survey online as well to find out from fans if we're going to go back to two refs next year or stick with the one. Really? Now, you were against the one referee initially, weren't you? I was. And now, because of... See, this is... is, Let's go back a little bit. I I did not think we could go back to one ref because of the the terrible state of the play, the ball, and the wrestling and everything. And I thought we had to have that second referee there, and he did tidy it up. But, you know, things weren't perfect with two, in, the, in the world of two referees. But that six-again rule has changed everything. And I believe now we just need the one referee. So mm. I'm, I've completely done a 180 on this, and I am very, very happy to stay as we are with one referee and the six-again rule. The six-again rule's not going anywhere. I don't think we need two refs again. I, I don't know why anyone would think we need two referees again. You might, as a listener, think we do, but I, I can't see us reverting back to two. I don't even know why it's being debated. Well, I think I think um, Peter Volandi's always from the beginning said he wants to listen to the fans. He wants to get feedback from the clubs, and I think it's a I think it's a fait accompli. I reckon we're going to stick with the one referee, but 
there might be something out there that he's not aware of. Uh, there could be a way of improving it. I don't know. Maybe he just wants to get. He just wants to tick it off and go right. Everyone's happy with it. Let's move on. I want to find out from you today. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Give us a call or send us a text. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Are you happy with the one ref system in the NRL so far? Uh, Benny Jones from Sports Day Victoria breaks down the AFL trade period for us because we haven't really touched on this too much, Badge, because we've been, uh, I guess, immersed in in uh, state of origin. And a lot of other stuff. Uh, <laughs> there's what is that. It? <laughs> we have we have, trades, trade, we have trades in the uh, in the NRL that are just willy nilly clubs just swapping players, but they have an official trade period. Now they're leading into the draft, and then they have another rookie draft. It's it's pretty complex, um, but it's all eyes on it. They love it in, in the AFL world. They are just all over this, but we have nothing like it. We have a we have a thing called Trade Radio uh, within our radio company, yeah, and it gets millions of listeners. I oh, know to it's, listen it's amazing. to the trades. Going and in the on. NRL, we have which player can I steal from another club who's still on contract? On contract, our system yeah, is absolutely. stuffed up. Our system is is awful, and uh, it it doesn't. It's you know it's it's um it's kind of defunct. It doesn't work and. Anyway, they have this, and it, it seems to be uh, working a treat. Although not everyone's happy, of course, because they lose players and they, they gain right. players they don't want. But um, And this yeah, is ahead big. of the drafts. The drafts come up in a couple of weeks' time. So, Benny Jones, who used to be part of this show, will join us uh, soon to explain. One of our favourites. <laughs> Mate, you can come back any time. I'm telling you. I'm not We're fighting. We're working on I'm it. Not, I'm, We're not working on it. I'm not fighting for the spot. And, kiddies, when? gather around the radio. Uh, because before the hour ends, hot or cold, it's a brilliant new segment that I came <laughs> up with where we chuck up uh, a couple of topics. We won't agree, obviously, on the outcome, but uh, we'll tell you whether it's hot or cold, right? A bit like Greg Norman's photo today. Badge, let's do a practice run. I don't oh. know if you've seen the photo of him walking on. the dog on the I'm just going to find the biggest piece of fruit I can and stick it down the front of my shorts. <laughs> All right. Greg Kiddies. Norman, are you He's kidding? A, yes. It's just wrong. <laughs> It's not real. It's not real. Tell us He's what odd. you think. He's got well, no ego, Greg. Oh my god! The guy I, I love. I love it. I love it. Oh. Um, what are your thoughts on Greg Norman's photo? One three hundred forty-two. Oh no! Don't fifteen. Look. Don't go there. Thirty-three. It's a train wreck. I'm looking at the dog yep. going, what's wrong with the dog? Is there something? Is that a lead he's carrying? And my eyes he is, panned right. No, like, don't, like, don't, don't say. Pe- poor people will be. They'll never recover. Check it out. Make sure you Google it. Make sure you Don't. Google the Greg Norman photo that's making the news today. Or 0477 736 736. Uh, 736, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Kiwiland <laughs> there for a minute. No, you didn't. Oh, let's get to this. Sports Day, sports update. I don't know what happened. I've got oh, no idea oh, what oh, happened oh. there. Hey, listen. Oh. South went Sydney, into Greg Norman mode. <laughs> I don't know what happened. South Sydney are prepared to release uh, Joseph Suwali to the Roosters, um, which is which is very nice. I think of my mighty Rabbitohs badge, uh, but there is a catch if they get Daniel Tupo in return. They're going to lose him, aren't they? Suwali in it seems twenty twenty two. So the, look, the Roosters have got the last laugh here, and South are hurting this this star kid that. They, uh, they did so well to get, uh, signed him for, for this year, next year, um, as a young bloke. But he can't, he can't start playing until he's 
18. So the Rabbits will have him next year, just getting him ready for his career with the Roosters as of 2022. Mm. Um, it's um, it's a tough one for them, but they're, they're going to play hardball. They're, they're saying, we're just not going to let him go. You can't just have him. We want... I, 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 I can't see him. I can't see him um, going to... Uh, them letting Daniel Tupo leave. He's an absolute star. And that's some of the best football I've ever seen him play in that Origin Yeah, in Origin, yeah. So... Is he still on that five-year contract where after two years he can uh, decide whether he wants to stay after every year? So years three, four, and five, he decides whether he wants to stay. Is that the problem with the contract? Is it? Is it a five-year deal, two years fixed, can't go anywhere? And then, yeah, the, the following years he can make a decision whether he wants yeah, to stay or and go. and apparently he has agreed to join the Roosters in 2022 and they're saying, well, you know, we want, we'd like him next year. So... I don't know how this one's gonna, this one's gonna play out. Well, he, he might only be sixteen anyway. He might, if, he's, if he's just turned seventeen, I think, and you, you can't actually play in the NRL until you're eighteen. So South aren't going to okay. get much value out of him next year. Yeah. All right. Um, former Shark and Titan Albert Kelly has joined the Broncos on a trial and train contract. I love these trial and train co- contracts because yeah. players have got to got to earn it. They've actually got to earn it, and they've got to put in the high yards. In preseason, um, he's been in the Super League, and and David Mead is also doing this as well at the Broncos badge. Well, they're they're trying to get David Mead, who um, who's thirty two. Albert Kelly turned up at training this week, so he's going to be there putting some pressure on the halves. Um, David Mead, outside back, of course, winger, sometimes um, centre, international with the Papua New Guinea and player, uh, fantastic player. Um, yeah, both of them, they do need some, some outside backs. They're, they're, they're pretty ordinary in that department. And you could also argue they need to you know, sort out their halves. Young Tom Dearden, I think, is there to stay. But who else is going to be in the, in the halves with him long term? So, yeah, I, this won't hurt at all. And these senior players, they, they absolutely lacked leadership last year. I'm not sure if Albert Kelly and David Mead are in that mode. But um, there to have a crack and, and put pressure on the players that are already there. Yeah, uh, Kevy had some things to say about uh, Dave at Mead at training today. Opened some discussions with Dave, yeah. Um, he played Saturday night in the Super League preliminary final, so yeah, he'll be one that we're looking at to, to get back and strengthen up our, our outside backs, and he's another one with great experience. Um, and a lot of the recruiting that we're doing is, is about character as well, and he's very strong in that area too. Yeah, that's very interesting, isn't it? Very interesting for Kevy to say it's about character. That's a big part. Well, it is. Of, it's, uh, they've got big issues there. The uh, Absolutely. Know, they've got Absolutely. cultural problems there. They're, 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 there's going to be a hangover left from those blokes that they were just so poor this year. Um, their, their attitude as a group stunk. The, some of the stuff they came up with, the performances on the field were disgraceful. They just gave the up talented games, players they've they? got. Just awful. Second half. Mm. Were they fit enough as well? I would argue no. Uh, so he'll be working hard on that. Kevy is one of the fittest players uh, going around when he was playing. He knows about the value of hard work. So that'll certainly be one of the focuses. And unfortunately, with some groups, they, uh, they if if there's no if there's no good leaders there leading the way in your as far as your how how hard you train and how hard you push yourself, that can be a big setback for your club as well. He's got a lot of stuff to fix. And and we've talked last night about trying to find who the captain's going to be. There's no standout there. There are no standout mm. leaders. So what they did last year was have about five or six blokes, you know, you're in a leadership group because we've got no standouts. Well, that's, mm. that's kind of not good enough. It's a bit sad about, uh, you know, for the future of the club. They need someone to, to 
um, to really be the standout in that department. Is, is it young Pat Carrigan? Maybe. I don't know. Um, Alex Glenn. I there's a few Pat guys, Car- but there's no standout. I, I thought Carrigan was all right. Yeah, he has a go. It's, he has a go. But as yeah. Kevy said, you, 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 your skipper often should be your best player, and, and he leads by example. And he played mm. under Wally and Mal Meninga and Alf, and he was around, you know, he was a captain himself, and Gordon Tellis was a captain. They were the best players up in the, yeah. amongst the best players. Who are the best players at the Broncos? Well, they're, I don't know, probably young blokes like Payne Haas, but he's not ready for that. And they haven't recruited that well, have they? Because well, no one available. No one, no one available at all. And they left hey, that did... go, didn't they? They left it go for a while while they were yeah. waiting to sort out who their coach was going to be. Hey, Newcastle Knights, good signing for them today. They've announced the recruitment of Jake Clifford on a two-year deal commencing 2022. So yeah. he's currently at the Cowboys. Big blow for the Cowboys. Um, and there was some talk, Badge, they may they try, might try and negotiate an early release. What's the latest there? Well, that, that's often the next step, isn't it? But the last thing I've heard is the Cowboys have said, no, you're staying. We want you to stay in 2021. We'll need you. Who knows where this could go, whether he will um, nego- they'll negotiate a release for him for next year. But he'll be at the Knights as of 2022 at least. And they're still trying to sort out, you know, with Mitch Pearce there, who's his half, half's partner? Is it Connor Watson? Is it... Kalen Ponga, who's probably their fullback, they've just trying to have been trying to get that sorted out. Um, and uh, yeah, Jake Clifford might be might be that player, and, and he might even be it next year. Uh, the Tigers are pleased to announce that uh, exciting young forward Sean Bloor has signed a new contract with the club. Mm, it's been kid. extended now to the end of 2023. Good signing. Yeah, and tough. Uh, and likes to mix it in the middle with the uh, the big blokes. So. Yeah, very good for the West Tigers. Yeah, yeah. They they need to keep their best players and they need to keep, um, you know, they've just got to keep massaging that that roster they've got where they were were top-heavy with some players that um, they didn't get much value out of that were on massive money. So young blokes like this, when they come along, they can't afford to let them go. So that's good news for Tigers. I um, see a bit of news around today to around uh, Bryce Cartwright. Apparently he's the fittest he's ever been. Under the watchful eye of Spud Carroll at his gym. Yeah. And, and I did see some footage of him this morning. He did look pretty fit. I wonder mm. if, it, I mean, you could fair to say the last couple of seasons at the Titans didn't go too well for him. And, Terrible. And apparently not the best trainer, but he's looking to turn mm. that around as he, as he tries to get himself a contract at the Eels. But there's a lot of people in front of him there, isn't there? Yeah, there are plenty of good players uh, in front of him. And he... He, uh, he's up against it there. Good luck to him. Um, but, you know, maybe he's finding out the value of hard work and he hasn't done that before. He came through the system at Penrith and I think he got by on ability. He was looked, touted as being one of the next big big stars of the game but fell in a bit of a hole and he's got some real deficiencies defensively in his game. Even with the ball in hand, he's, he doesn't hit the line with any, any real grunt. So uh, I think he's up against it, but he's out there having a go and, uh, and good to see Mark, Mark uh, Spud, Spud Carroll's got him in his gym and he's working him hard and and i hope he can uh you know i hope he can get something uh going with his footy career because he walked away from his contract at the titans and it didn't end that well there he wanted to come back to sydney and he they didn't really get value for money out of him for the last no. couple of seasons so yeah i look i hope he can i hope he can find that um you know that that tough toughness that he needs to and it probably starts with his with his training ethic and, and he's in good hands under spud hey badge on this day in rugby league history, a couple of significant things actually happened, didn't they? 
couple. Well, no. Oh, it's uh, Dally Messenger. He passed away on this mm. day in 1959. Uh, the original superstar of the game. This is the guy that put rugby league on the map when, when they broke away from Union. And he was the superstar in Union that they yep. uh, didn't even use that word back then. But he was the, uh, the, 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 the game's best player. And he defected to rugby league. And, and straight away, rugby league got a foothold. Uh, all over the place, starting you know in New South Wales and and up in Queensland. So, uh, and he was of course uh, just recently, finally named an immortal of the game as he should have been. So uh, yeah, he he died on this day what sixty one years ago, and thirty years ago, thirty years ago, the Kangaroos wrapped up the third mm. test. This is one of the great series uh, in in Great Britain when uh, we'd actually lost the first test. Um, and came back to win the next two. But uh, probably the most famous part of that series, this didn't happen on this day, but the most famous thing was that second test against the Poms. We were behind, not long to go, and Dave Morrow, have a listen to his commentary, commentary, and just imagine how red his face is at this point. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Couple of questions. I, I'm not hearing the name G Belcher in support. Where were you? Uh, that was the only thing missing in commentary. And 40 metres back, <laughs> cheering him on, is the fullback who can't keep up with him. Uh, yeah, it was it was a great moment. It was a um, very very relieved team. I can tell you after that test. Uh, what was it like in the been... dressing rooms after? Oh, the well, we got excited. I think later on, but straight away it was just yeah, a sense of wow. We we uh, we, we managed to because we lost that first test, as I said, yeah. uh, and and then uh, yep, won the third and. It was um, end up being a great tour, mate. Plenty of stories to tell about Kangaroo tours. You uh, actually, you put out a book about it, didn't you? What was the name of it again? Kangaroo Court. Kangaroo, <laughs> no, I'm not no. telling you. Well, tell me the if name you're going to bring things up, tell... you should do your homework. <laughs> All right. I'll you Google asked me it. this hours ago, and you haven't even Googled it. Can I get a signed copy? No, I think they're all sold, mate. You can't get them. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't print very many. Kangaroo Confidential. That's it. The inside <laughs> story of the 1990 <laughs> Kangaroo Tour. Hey, off the text on 0477-736-736. Emma's posed a really good question. Actually, I might hold on to that because we've got to get to a break and we'll save that for a little bit later. This is is called Hookin' and What's it about? Just tell me what it's about, about though. It's about the six again. Okay. All right, so she I'll wants just, to go. Just she wants there. to go eight again. Okay. <laughs> this is sports day be? for Kia. The all new Kia Sorento has landed. We're going to uh, catch up with um, uh, Betty Jones from Sports Day Victoria soon to talk about uh, the trade period in the AFL and the upcoming draft. But up next, we get stuck into our hot topic here on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. And for Hyundai's seven-year warranty. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Radio Chris Nelson, you've got some exciting uh, harness racing news for us today. 
I have, Jason. I think this is something that uh, you and I would love an opportunity to do. Now, the Jockey and Drivers Challenge will be held at Albion Park starting this Saturday night, November the 28th, over three nights. So the following Saturday, December the 5th, and then the grand final is on Blacks of Fake Night, which, of course, is December the 12th. Now, the Jockeys, uh, they're going to be passengers in dual sulkies with the drivers. So there'll be two heats of four horses uh, each particular night. Now, some of the jockeys involved, now, there's some big names here, so it could get uh, pretty willing in some of these races. Ryan Wiggins, Georgie Cartwright, Bailey Notif, Jimmy Orman, Brad Stewart, Tegan Harrison, Mark Duplessis, Nathan Day, Justin Huxtable, and Matt McGill of race. So uh, that's going to be exciting stuff. And mm. as I said at the top, I'd love a chance to do something like that. You know, I, just, I just pity this, the poor horse that's got to drag me around the track. That's not fair. You and a, that'd be you and a driver. So <laughs> plenty of weight there, not that I know how much you weigh. Yeah, well, that's, again, that's getting a little bit rude, mate. All righty. Uh, anything else you want to share with us today? No, I think that's enough for tonight. But uh, that, that'll be great. That'll be uh, great really? viewing, bit of excitement uh, for all concerned. All right, mate. For the latest Queensland racing news, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. We'll catch you tomorrow, mate. Will do. Thanks, Jason. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Reckon it definitely will be played with the six again. Oh, I'm uh, back. Hey, you're right. What'd you do? No. <laughs> what did you do, mate? Emma wanted to know if we're going to play uh, Charity Shield with the six again, and n- no doubt about that next year. Yeah, I would say for sure. I think it's here to stay. As I said, uh, Emma. So there's, yeah, that's um, that that rule is locked in and locked and loaded. And we're going to be. Uh, I think that's how rugby league is going to be played for um, for the the short and long term in uh, in all forms and if they haven't adopted it you know in any I don't even know if it's been adopted officially at international level but we saw it at state of origin no arguments there about it so internationals and uh, and charity shield and and everything else um, I think everyone's happy with it mate one or two refs uh, next year Cliff has sent us a text on 0477736736 if we go back to two refs it will kill the game well, yeah, I, I don't know if it'll do that, but it, certainly we don't need it. We just don't need it. They go in hand in hand, don't they? The one referee, he, the, the, the big job for the second ref, as I said earlier on, Cliff was uh, trying to tidy up the ruck. Well, that got solved by, uh, by Graham Annesley and Wayne Pearce and, and uh, Peter Volandis and co coming up with the six again. So hats off to them. And I, gee, I, I know that they're asking the clubs how they feel about it. Any clubs that vote for two referees, I'd, oh, seriously, they... Maybe they mm. should go back and play in the next next level down. Only those clubs that perhaps like the wrestle badge. Uh, yeah, might well, vote for the. Well, uh, but you know, once refs. again, everyone goes, "Oh, that's why the storm was so good because of the wrestle." Well, how'd they go? 
they they coped pretty yeah, well with right. the uh, the one ref, didn't they? Absolutely. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or you can shoot us a text on oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. There are texts and phone numbers. Get involved with us here at Sports Day. Uh, that's our hot topic. With thanks to Repco, you'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. When we come back, we're going to catch up with Benny Jones down in Victoria on Sports Day as we wrap up the, uh, the not the draft, but the trade period before the draft. We'll get to that real soon. This is Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Gary Belcher, Jason Matthews in for Scott Sattler, who was, we, we thought, was holidaying in a, a mud hut somewhere out the back of Queensland, but he's decided mm. to stay home. So. He's in his sand pit. At home, nude. <laughs> Still walking around nude. Yeah, yeah that's oh, right. It's embarrassing. Neighbours hey, complaining. Yeah, mate, listen, last week all the big talk was the, the trade period in the AFL. That all wrapped up. We didn't really cover it because we had State of Origin going on, all this sort of stuff. And we don't on. understand thought, it. There is that as well. So we thought we'd bring in <laughs> someone who, A, does understand it. Now we've got a bit of breathing room. We can talk about it. Benny Jones, who used to work on this show, and is also Sports Day's AFL expert, one of many. Benny, welcome back to Sports Day, mate. Uh, good evening, Jason. To you, Badge. Yeah, nice to talk a little bit of football, even though we're what, nearly in December. But, uh, yeah, it was a, an action-packed trade period. Um, as long as we don't reference my club, Collingwood, who had an absolute disaster, I'm quite happy to, to talk through the clubs. Probably closer to home for you, boys. Actually, that was about the only team we did cover, the way mm. Bucks handled <laughs> one of his mates. But, anyway, we'll yep. move on from that. Let's, let's quickly touch on the two Queensland sides, then the two Sydney sides. Um, basically, the Suns, who have they lost and who who do they pick up in the trade and what can they look forward to in yeah. the draft in a couple of weeks? They weren't a big player, Jace. to be fair. I mean, we know they've had uh, a number of concessions over the past couple of years as the AFL just tries to, well, not so much keep them afloat, but to try and expedite their uh, ability to be competitive and a, and a finals contender. A good year for them. I mean, they had five wins. There was some you know, suggesting that they might not win a game at all, all season, but... Uh, as the year went on, I think the hub situation and the travel got to them. But they only lose Peter Wright. Now, when I say only, he's a prodigiously talented young man. Two-metre Peter, they call him. He's a big redhead. He can take a mark. And he burst onto the scene early. But the last couple of years, he's, he's become the forgotten man. He's just fallen completely out of favour. And with no second-tier footy last season, he just really had no opportunity to uh, force his way back into the side. So he goes to the Bombers. As to who they picked up, again, they weren't big players because they're trying to, again, bolster up with some draft picks. And we know they've got so many young, talented kids like Noah Anderson and Matty Rowell who took the competition by storm. So Rory Atkins comes across from the Adelaide Crows, a handy sort of small defender. He'll come straight into their best 22. And Oleg Markov from uh, Richmond, who is probably just a victim of them being such a good side over the past four years, hasn't really got much of a look in. He'll be a, a great depth addition for the Suns. But, yeah, not a, not a huge player in the trade period, but they've obviously got a pretty handy draft hand in a couple of weeks' time as they look to bolster with more young kids. Hey, the Lions did all right, didn't they, in the trade? They picked mm. up some experience, didn't they? They did indeed. Joe Danaher, who was meant to be going to Sydney this time last year, and that sort of fell through uh, when the Bombers asked for too much going the other way. Well, he finally got his wish to leave Melbourne and get out of the footy bubble. He goes to, to Brisbane where... 
it's probably not a bubble, but there's certainly one emerging with the success of the Lions over the past couple of years. And obviously a preliminary final uh, exited at the second last stage this season, but they get Joe Danaher. And I really think, boys, he's a he's the missing link for them to become a genuine premiership contender. I mean, the likes of Dan McStay, Eric Hipwood, uh, are good forwards, good honest forwards, but they're not superstars. And if Joe can get the body right, and that's a big question mark because for the last two years he hasn't really been out on the park that much. If he can get it right, this is a guy who can kick 60, 70 goals in a season. He's an incredible footballer. He can kick it a country mile. He's a great get for the for the Brisbane Lions and, and could be the missing piece in their premiership jigsaw. Nakai Cockatoo is a really good get as well. Um, I know Cats fans were pretty annoyed to lose him. Another player who's had his injury battles and hasn't had a good run at an AFL level, but he's a, a prodigiously talented young man. They lose Stefan Martin, who's been a, a warrior in the ruck, but... Uh, the big O, Oscar McInerney's probably overtaken him now. And Alex Witherden uh, was a late trade going to the West Coast Eagles. Just again, one of those players who's just um, struggled to get back into the best 22 as the depth at Brisbane under Chris Fagan has, has improved so much in the past couple mm. of years. And and you certainly, the, that wasn't going to last long. You don't want your cockatoos hanging around with lions. That's oh, always going to be Very nice a bit of a problem, badge. Benny. You haven't lost hey, your touch. <laughs> hey, Benny, yes. great to be talking to you, mate. We've yep. been trying so hard to get you back. Uh, Woogie's just been All blocking right. us because he... Um, <laughs> Just just before we talk about the uh, the Sydney sides, mm. while our you know we had a, the fortune, I guess, in one way of having our State of Origin series at the end of the year. Yeah, this is massive, isn't it? And a lot of people in in our neck of the woods don't understand just how big the the trade period and the draft. Yeah, uh, and that this draft is is going to happen. The next one is on early December, but there's, yeah. there's, it's not just a couple of days of it. There's, there's a bunch no. of drafts, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. It kind of gets extended out over the best part of two weeks, days on, days off. The, the, the national draft, which is the next batch of young superstars coming through, that's December 9, 10. That's where you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see the, the next superstars of the game emerge. Uh, your, your number one pick always comes with that added expectation, and I think there's something like 85 live picks, but there's 120 kids who've nominated. So there'll be some great stories. There always is amongst that, and there'll be some hard luck stories as well. But for guys who've been given the, the lemonade and sauce by their footy clubs and are now looking for either a second lifeline or a third, sometimes, some cases, fourth club, uh, there's some big days coming up for them, rookie drafts, uh, delisted free agent drafts. So there's a number of them. I know it's a, a very different system Benny. to what you have in the NRL, but there's a lot more to play out as far as player movement is concerned before the next season arrives. On those players looking for the second or third club, who, who are the biggest names? Um, well, you look at the, I guess, the, the, the players that have been let go recently and, and may have surprised uh, Oscar McDonald from the Melbourne Football Club. I think he's, he's definitely a player who will find a home somewhere else. Jacob Townsend, uh, he, he left Richmond, went to Essendon. I thought it was pretty serviceable, but he has been told he's no longer required, so he'd be searching for a third club. Uh, Mad Jack Dorr, uh, an amazing story. Uh, we know he suffered a horrible injury uh, prior to uh, the 2020 season and, and to come back, it was basically uh, broken hips and shattered pelvis. He came back, he played a couple of games and uh, there wasn't a dry eye in the house when he did, but he's been delisted by North Melbourne. who have had a massive overhaul. So he's looking for a club. I mean, there's so many names as you look around the competition of players that have, have shown enough at senior level, but because of the reduced uh, list sizes due to COVID and also the uh, the smaller salary caps, it means there's going to be some players with genuine AFL experience. Jackson Trengove is another one from the Western Bulldogs that are now basically in a bit of football purgatory waiting for hopefully a lifeline. So I've no doubt a few of those will, will get another opportunity somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, fill us in on the, uh, the Sydney Swans. Yep. 
Who have they got? Who did they lose? Yeah, the they biggest were, club in the game. Yep. They were very, uh, very <laughs> minor players in the trade period. Uh, probably surprising that Aaliyah, Aaliyah uh, was let go. And when I say let go, he was traded out to uh, to Port Adelaide. Um, Sydney not blessed with a lot of tall options. And, and the ones that they had last season, namely Sam Naismith, he didn't play a game after wrecking his knee. Uh, Callum Sinclair, I think, had a slow start to the year, but kind of worked into it. And, of course, Buddy Franklin didn't play at all, wasn't sighted, and he becomes mm. like a new recruit in 2021 if he can get his body right. But uh, they kind of subsidised that a little bit by picking up Tom Hickey from the West Coast Eagles. Uh, but they, I think, are pretty aware of where they're at, Sydney. They know that they're on a rebuild. They know they're still probably two, maybe three years away from being genuine contenders. So they're going to keep the faith in, in the kids they've got uh, and, and still a pretty strong midfield group, and, and hopefully they can develop from within. So, yeah, they didn't, they didn't really put themselves out there too much through that trade period. So, so does that mean you you, you would you wouldn't be surprised if they went pretty hard in the draft? Did they? Yeah, uh, they, they chase some some uh, some young tall yeah, players. Yeah, definitely. I think the talls and key position players will be what they'll target. They've got pick three, uh, and then the next picks at thirty one. But they might also be at one of those clubs badge that that looks at some of these guys, uh, players with the AFL experience that that have been let go and are currently clubless, maybe just to uh, add a little of that experience around the edges and and help support some of the young kids coming through. Big departure mm. at uh, GWS, mate. Mm, yeah, absolutely. As much as Sydney weren't a big player, GWS, well, they had a huge involvement. But sadly for Giants fans, it was more a case of who left as to who arrived. Mm. That said, uh, Jesse Hogan does come from Fremantle. Now, this is a guy who five, six years ago, as an 18-year-old, playing for Melbourne, huge raps, and in his first season delivered, kicked over 40 goals in his first three seasons of football, and then some off-field issues, some injuries. He just lost his way. Went to Fremantle to try and reinvigorate his career, being a WA boy. That has not worked out. So it's his third club, third opportunity. Some suggesting last chance saloon for Jesse. But if he can, if he can get it right, he is a player, again, capable of you know, 50, 60 goals a season. Braden Proust comes from Melbourne. Uh, he gets an opportunity uh, because of the fact that, obviously, they don't have a lot of ruck options with uh, Shane Mumford. Uh, retiring, uh, so he'll he'll no Ooh. doubt play some game time. But yeah, the players that left, Jeremy Cameron's the one you're referring to uh, there. Jace is a massive loss. Uh, one of their uh, original players when they arrived in the yeah. competition, a Coleman medalist. He's I think won the goal kicking there pretty much every year he's been at the club. Um, but he had a desire to get back to to Melbourne and, and more specifically Geelong. So the Cats got him right at the death in the trade period. They lose Zach Williams to Carlton, Zach Langdon to West Coast, Aiden Cord to North Melbourne, and a young gun in Jai. Well to Essendon. So as it has been the case for the last probably three, four years, they lose some really prominent names. And you'd have to suggest that, well, 2020 was a disaster. They finished 10th. They might have just about missed their premiership window. So it's not a rebuild for, for GWS by any stretch, but they're back in the pack, the chasing pack. So um, they, they may take a year or two of pain before they're back in the top four and contending for that, uh, that last day in September. Badge and Benny, can you imagine the first day at pre-season training at GWS? Everyone's going to have to wear name tags. <laughs> yeah. They won't even know each other. It'll be yeah, incredible, a a incredible change. A team that was there. in the grand final the season before, yeah. or last yeah. year. Yeah. Before, oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Incredible. That's how quickly or, it turns around. It's, it's, yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah. That's why these trade periods, and, and, and particularly this draft that's coming up with, with the young talent from around Australia, this becomes such a huge part of the footy calendar. And as you said, Jace, you know, from a product point of view, trade radio down here in Melbourne, the, the, the podcast and download numbers and listening numbers are just, I mean, they're astronomical. It's, it's quite fascinating to see how much gets absorbed by people back here who can't get enough of their football. Well, Benny, we are going to give you a very short window now to tell us why. <laughs> 
your team, Collingwood, stuffed it up. <laughs> well, I did read an article, uh, former premiership player Dale Thomas, uh, who knows the inner workings of the club pretty well. He said, nah, just hold fire. I reckon the Pies might have something up their sleeve here that in maybe six, 12 months, we'll all look back and go, okay. So that's why they did that. But, oh, look, from from a, a PR point of view, and I'm, I'm, I'm maybe clutching yeah, right at on. straws, boys, um, it was a disaster. I was on air, actually, with uh, the Sports Day boys uh, in the uh, the last day, in the last minutes of, of trade on that Thursday night. And uh, you hear that Jaden Stevenson has left, the rising star in his first year, 38 goals. You go, OK, well, I can cop that. And then you hear that Tom Phillips has gone to Hawthorne for pick 65. I thought, well, I think we've been stinged there. And at the last second... Adam Trelaw goes to the Western Bulldogs and they effectively got nothing back in return. It was, as they called it, a fire sale. They had to clear space in the cap because they'd obviously signed too many up on contracts that they couldn't afford. So as a Collingwood uh, supporter, it was tough to bear, but... Hey, we'll wait and see if they're uh, yeah, if they're if they're, if they're four and one after five games next year, and I'll think Nathan Buckley and Cara genius. But uh, if they're uh, if they're Norton five, um, yeah, the uh, the locals um, who have got a little habit of getting feral from time to time, and I'll gladly put my hand up in that category. Uh, they will be baying for blood. So yeah, watch this space. Well, we are praying for Norton Five as we speak. <laughs> for Aussie Made, support local, AustralianMade.com.au. Benny Jones, thank you for explaining the, the trade period in the AFL. And we look forward to the draft on the 9th and 10th of December. Eight years quickly. It's televised, yes? Yeah, it will be on Fox Sports, I'm pretty Beauty. sure. It's a sort of one night only. It'll all be done COVID style, of course. So there'll be a lot of cameras in family homes when the big announcements are made. So it's, a, it's an exciting Fantastic. night for the young kids. They'll, uh, they'll love every second of it. All right, thanks, Benny Jones. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. No problem. Go Queensland. There we have it. Hey, Badge, should we have a yeah. should we have a draft in the NRL? Is it something we should look at? A lot of the sport, no. major sports are doing. Well, look, I, I, make yeah, it fairer. ideally, ideally they could, but we can't. It got kicked out of court years ago, and they can't do it. What? Why did it get kicked out of court? It because Kerry Hill challenged trade. it as a restriction of trade, and if anyone tried to bring it back in, then it would just take one player to to do that again. And and you know from what. From what I can gather, I think it's it's potentially illegal what the AFL does, but that's that. But they all uh, they all play along. Well, they must it. know how to get around it. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Would you like to see a, a draft in the NRL? Can we make it happen, or you can shoot us a text oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. This is Sports Day. We better get to a break. With thanks to Kia, the all new Kia Sorento has landed. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Gary Belcher and Jason Matthews here tonight, one 1533 or you can text us 0477-736-736. Badge, new little segment I like to call Hot or Cold. I want to get your opinion on a couple of topics here quickly to find out whether you're for them or against them, okay? You ready to go? Yes, ready to rock Mike, and roll. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. on Sunday, supposed to be an eight-round exhibition bout with an... A no KO rule. Will Tyson mm. stick to that? <laughs> I'm hot on this one. I'm. Uh, I just don't think he could help himself, Kenny. And uh, Roy Jones Jr. No mug, but Mike Tyson is is mean, and they're not supposed to go for the head and try to knock each other out. But you seriously, What's are they the going to stop him doing that? It's an eight round exhibition bout. Oh, you know, are, are they going to be fair income? Are they going to be half hearted? Oh, 
I, I don't think it could be anything but full on with Iron Mike in, the, in there. So I'm hot on this one. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I reckon he will go nuts. If he just cops I, one in the wrong place, he will go crazy. I've got one for you. India right. mm. to win the ODIs and T20s. They start on Friday against Australia. I'm hot on India winning the ODIs. I'm cold on them winning the T20s. Right. Why? I think we've got their measure in the T20s, but I think uh, India, the greatest one-day team in the world. We're fourth, by the way. So that's um, yeah, that's what I think it'll be. So I think hot, hot for the ODIs, cold for the T20s. Uh, that's where it sits there, Badge. So what do you think, the mate? Yeah. You think they'll uh, win the ODIs? No, I think we'll win everything. Oh, yeah, this, this is Sports series. Day. You're being optimistic there. Thanks to Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.